This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. You want the latest info. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Who's hurt? Who's injured? Is listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Matchup breakdowns. First game today. There's too close to call. You need an edge to pound your opposition. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. I have no backup. Fantasy expert Jeff Mellon. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. Have it for you. How many leagues are you in? I'm in 12 leagues. Right here. Well, that is just pure fantasy football. On ESPN 1000. Good morning. Welcome on in. It is week 13 of the NFL season. I'm your host, Jeff Meller, here on ESPN 1000. Get started every morning on Sunday at 8 a.m., Helping you set your fantasy football lineup. If you've got a question or a dilemma you'd like to fire at me, feel free. Give me a call at 312-332-3776 as we kind of uh, trudge our way through this rainy morning. The soaked streets of Chicago from the State Street Studio. Again, Fantasy Football Frenzy. Here with you every Sunday morning. And for most, obviously, this is going to be the last regular season of your fantasy football if you're playing in a traditional league maybe maybe your playoffs are actually starting today if you're doing the old uh duo week in the playoffs where 13 14 are your your first playoff matchup and then if you're fortunate to advance 15 and 16 are the championship i always uh really like that format but for some of you a win and you are into the fantasy playoffs and others a win and you are out and still others are possibly winning and still unsure based on tiebreakers. So let's help you put up that high fantasy score this week so that you can indeed make the playoffs and be interested next week. All right, here we go. Raiders at Chiefs. Kareem Hunt inside the 15. 10-5! Blasting to the right front pylon! Touchdown, Kansas City! And that will be the very last touchdown for Kareem Hunt in a Kansas City Chiefs uniform. Obviously, everybody doesn't like what they saw in that video. It's horrific. And we will set aside the reality of that and discuss the fantasy implications because I know that's why you turned to me. But of course, I don't think it, I think it goes without saying there's a bare minimum you expect from a player, and it is beyond disappointing as a fan to have to deal with this stuff but from the fantasy perspective Kareem Hunt was released by the Chiefs on Friday and and placed on the commissioner's exempt list so unlikely can't see a scenario where he plays again this year because he would obviously have to be signed by a team before you could even remove him from the exempt list and then at that point suspensions are to come down the line no doubt so if you were a Kareem Hunt owner, hopefully you were able to secure the services of Spencer Ware because he will take over in Kansas City and on one of the most, if not the most, powerful high-octane offense in football this season. Spencer Ware leaps right into a top 10 spot as a running back. He's probably right around 10 for me. He's not as explosive as Hunt, but he has had the lead role for Kansas City before they drafted Kareem Hunt and was actually in line to be one of the lead backs last season before he injured his knee and Kareem Hunt took over and we saw what he did with the job. So if you are a 
if you were a Hunt owner and you were able to secure Spencer Ware off the waiver wire, just go ahead and plug him right into the lineup because I think you're going to see probably 75 to 85% of what Hunt gave you. Now, if you were somebody who was shrewd and had Ware on your roster but did not have Hunt, you may actually have a dilemma because you may have two running backs that you are kind of rolling with and all of a sudden you have a guy who is a top 10 option for you who's in the mix and that's never a bad thing obviously but I would say I am very high at Spencer Ware for the most part he's not again not quite as dynamic but he's been the lead back for the Kansas City Chiefs before and I expect him to see about 20 touches now the one difference with Ware being the lead back today as opposed to previously is that you have Mahomes under center for this offense as opposed to Alex Smith and I still I would envision not nearly as many touchdowns near the goal line that Spencer Ware saw when Alex Smith was under center because the Chiefs just run a much more dynamic offense a spread offense under Andy Reid these days and so I think you're going to see still plenty of touchdown passes from Mahomes and not nearly as many from where in the screen game. But again, he's a, he's, he's a top 10 option for me. So in all likelihood, you're probably starting Spencer Ware if you have him. Chargers at Steelers. Right to left, hands off to Gordon, works the right side of that line. He's got a lane outside the numbers. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, flash, Gordon. 28 yards for number 28. Melvin Gordon, brutal injury last Sunday. We talked last Sunday about how he was questionable to play but was expected to go, and he did go. He gave you two touchdowns before leaving the game with an injury and just a an unfortunate trick play end around that Melvin Gordon probably shouldn't have been running. Now dealing with an MCL sprain, grade two. So there's your optimism. If you're a Melvin Gordon owner, a grade two sprain gives you an opportunity, I guess, to return in a couple weeks. He's out today. And so you're looking at, at the earliest week 14, but probably more likely a week 15 or week 16 return from Melvin Gordon. So you have to hang on to Melvin Gordon if you have him. Don't cut him because there is the chance that in your championship week in fantasy football, he could return and move right back into a, you know, an RB1 slot for you. So hang on to him. This week he's not going to play. And I do, I would say, even though they haven't ruled him out for next week, I would be suspect that he'll be available next week either. Austin Eckler, in the meantime, steps in and is a better play in PPR scoring, but he's still worth a play in standard. He is my 13th ranked standard running back this week, and I have him 12th in PPR, so probably going to be in most people's rosters uh, in their starting lineup today. If you're a Austin Eckler owner, I'll mention Justin Jackson, also somebody who will probably see some carries. Not nearly as big a focal point in the Chargers passing game as Eckler will be. And I will say Eckler has been removed from special teams, which I think is the indi- the only the biggest indicator you need to see if you're unsure with Jackson you know, in the mix, 
if you could truly use Eckler as a Gordon replacement, I think the fact that he's been removed from special teams this week because they're expecting to use him more in as a featured back. Now, he's not going to see, you know, 25 carries, but I think with the pass, passes, you're probably looking at 17, 18, 19 touches from Austin Eckler tonight against the Pittsburgh Steelers at Heinz Field. So Austin Eckler, a must-start in PPR formats and a likely play for you in standard. Colts at Jaguars. Receivers outside the numbers to either side. First and 10. Ball at the 21-yard line. There's Fournette looking for room. Stutters that's now cuts it back. Looks for a break and he's got one and he's on the run with the head of steam. He's going to the end zone. Leonard Fournette from 21 yards out and the Jaguars have their first lead. The handoff that side to Marlon Mack, and he's going to go. Touchdown, Marlon Mack, 20 yards away. That's the second rushing touchdown of the season for the Colts. Marlon Mack glides into the end zone from 20 yards away, cruising down the far sideline. It's 37-5. to It's that time of year. I know it's near the playoffs when I fire off four straight highlights of running backs. Melvin Mack and Leonard Fournette, the key names that uh, we'll be discussing here in the Colts-Jaguars game. Of course, you know Leonard Fournette has been suspended, will not play this week, which means there's some uncertainty in the Jaguars' backfield. You've got Carlos Hyde, who was acquired via trade from the Cleveland Browns earlier this season, and also TJ Yeldon, who, for the most part, was the plug-and-play when Fournette was out with the hamstring injury earlier in the season, and Yeldon was productive. Now, the what leaves me uncertain right now is the fact that last week, even with Leonard Fournette in the game, Carlos Hyde did see some early down action. And you have to wonder if, now that Fournette is completely removed from the game plan today, Carlos Hyde, a much more similar to Fournette than Yeldon, wouldn't be surprised to see Hyde garner more of the rushing attempts today than TJ Yeldon. Now, I can't tell you with 100 degree certainty that that's the way this is going to play out because there's no reason for the Jaguars to tell us that and give away their game plan to the Colts publicly. Just from what I saw last week, the best guess, Carlos Hyde will probably see more rushing attempts and TJ Yeldon will be worked into the passing game. I think this will be probably more likely a bit of a split scenario than what you would see with Leonard Fournette there. So I think Yeldon is somebody that you could consider starting, but not somebody I would be you know, excited about starting today. I would be a little leery. Same thing with Carlos Hyde. I don't feel great about starting him because of the uncertainty, but if I was forced to choose between Hyde and Yeldon, I think I would lean towards Hyde working under the scenario that I do believe Hyde probably sees more carries in the run game than Yeldon, and that probably has a higher upside there for him with potential short yardage touchdown runs in the mix for Hyde more so than Yeldon. And as far as Marlon Mack, who had a concussion last week, he was listed as questionable, but positive news as he was a full participant in practice on both Thursday and Friday. So all signs trending in the right direction. But I do always offer the caveat on Sunday morning at 8.14 as I do the show here. Fantasy Football Frenzy on ESPN 1000. As I do the show here, make sure to check the inactives because concussions, they're tricky. And, it, you know, I, 
you have the setback, whatever happens, you could quickly be inactive on game day. So even though all signs are pointing in the right direction for Marlon Mack to be under center today for the Colts, I will caution you to make sure you check the inactives around 1045, 11 o'clock today because you just want to be ensured that uh, he is going to go. Ravens at Falcons. Edwards. Oh, we got a block from Brown and Brown again. The receiver Brown, the tackle Brown. That's an 11 yard touchdown run. Gus Edwards. All right, so Gus Edwards listed as questionable. All of a sudden, two weeks in is after two weeks of garnering the lion's share of carries with Lamar Jackson under center for the Ravens, all of a sudden, Gus Edwards is a fantasy football thing. Although not in the passing game. So how are you handling this situation? Well, again, questionable. So he will be a game time decision, although I do believe he is likely to play today. You're going to want to check on him as well. Other news from the Ravens backfield. Alex Collins was placed on injured reserve yesterday, which essentially clears up the the primary running back who would steal some carries from Gus Edwards if he were on the field because Ty Montgomery is, is essentially going to be a uh, passing down runner. He may grab one or two carries, but I don't expect a lot from him. So Gus Edwards with Lamar Jackson running the show in Baltimore looks like he's a viable option for you, especially against the Falcons defense that uh, is suspect against the run. Gus Edwards, not great. In the, well, look again, no pass, no uh, receptions the last couple weeks. So, you're not looking for anything from him in the PPR format, but he is expected to go today. So just check the inactives as those roll in. But again, that is good news because he will see probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to 20 carries running alongside Lamar Jackson today. Rams at Lions. Lions having trouble getting a yard. Straight ahead, leaping in the air. And touchdown for Carrion Johnson and the Lions on third and goal. So the Lions' best runner is going to be out again today. Carrion Johnson not going to play against the Rams at Ford Field. But that does mean LeGarrette Blunt is somebody you can use in the flex spot or maybe as your RB2. So without Carrion Johnson under uh, in the backfield for the Lions today, I would say LeGarrette Blunt's somebody you could definitely consider using. If you're looking for an RB2. Vikings at Patriots. Kirk Cousins out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. Floats out to the left. Looks to the end zone. Passes. Caught! Touchdown! It's a touchdown to Stephon Diggs! So, the good news for Diggs owners, per Adam Schefter, is that Diggs is expected to go today. And again, that's always good to hear early because... They do have the 325 game against the Patriots. The Vikings do. So you can go ahead and count on Diggs be likely being there for them. So you don't have to worry necessarily about the noon games. I do always caution. Just make sure there's no setbacks in pregame because you never know. I know it gets a little dicey, but Diggs is expected to go. And I think if you're a Diggs owner, it's going to be hard to get away from using him. If you're in a PPR format, maybe in a standard league, if you have some decent alternatives, you could consider going away from him. But in the PPR format, it's tough not to use Stefan Diggs when he's active. And he is expected to be active today per Schefter. So that is a good news if you're a Stefan Diggs owner. 
Bears at Giants. Gonna have to throw another one probably to get. He's uh, gonna have to throw one here today to probably win this football game. I think. Second and ten. Turn around. Touchdown. Tariq Cohen. Well, that's two for Daniel today. Third down and a deuce. Eli rolling along the line. Thrown. Caught. Touchdown. Evan Ingram. All right, Bears at. Giants, and I know everybody in Chicago is looking forward to this game. A chance to hopefully, you know, kind of take this one in and not have to worry too much, although you never know in the NFL, so let me not get too far ahead of myself. Of course, Fred Hubner, Steve Mongo, McMichael will have plenty more on the intricacies of this game after me at 9 o'clock with Chicago's NFL game day. But the key injuries there, of course, Mitchell Trubisky, not going to go for the Bears today, which means Chase Daniel will be your quarterback for the Chicago Bears. You saw on Thanksgiving Day, I think, what to expect for the most part. The offense, met Matt Nagy runs, especially with Chase Daniel knowing it so well, having been in the same system for so many years. You're going to, for the most part, see a similar offense run. You will see less rushing yards from Chase Daniel, which means that you'll probably see the offense stall a bit more under Daniel than you would under Trubisky, just moving the sticks with first downs via the run game. But I think the passing options, your Allen Robinson, your Trey Burtons, um, Tariq Cohen in the passing game, I think all those guys are viable starts. Taylor Gabriel in deeper leagues, worth a look, but um, I do not love his upside as nearly as much with Chase Daniel because the deep ball is also something that you're not going to see nearly called nearly as much with Chase Daniel under center. So Taylor Gabriel may be somebody who's affected a little more than others. Broncos at Bengals. Shotgun snap to Dalton. Fakes a pass out to the left. Nice. Into the end zone. Nice. A leaping touchdown catch AJ. by A.J. Green as Andy Dalton put it up and let the six foot four inch receiver go up and get it for the touchdown. All right, so... Two men in that highlight, Andy Dalton to A.J. Green. Andy Dalton, of course, placed on injured reserve with the thumb, the broken thumb. So he is done for the season, which means Jeff Driscoll will be the man calling plays for the Bengals today. And A.J. Green, the good news is, not on the injury report. So he is back and somebody who you probably have to start if you're an A.J. Green owner. Although... With Driscoll, you do have to be slightly concerned. But A.J. Green, I think for most people, he's in my he's in my 21st wide receiver. So he's probably going to be a starter for you in most scenarios. I know he's coming back from the injury. And with Driscoll under center, you're maybe a little concerned. But A.J. Green can make your week with just one long touchdown. And he's so talented, it's hard to get away from using him, in my opinion. Redskins at Eagles. Alex Smith with the shotgun from the Arizona 13. Alex the pass. Looking, looking. Fires Chris Thompson. Left side five to the pylon. Touchdown! Touchdown, Redskins. Chris Thompson from 13 yards out. All right. So, Chris Thompson, I I have to think. He's been out since week eight, I believe, with the rib injury. Set to return as he was removed from the injury reports. And he will be... Available tomorrow night on Monday Night Football as the Redskins head to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. So, I mentioned that because in case Chris Thompson ended up on your waiver wire and he's sitting out there, I think he's worth a pickup, especially in PPR scoring. In PPR scoring, I actually am using him in one league. 
get him into the starting lineup in PPR formats because that's really where he excels. And as a flex option, I think he is a great person to slide in to the flex spot if you're looking for some upside because he's somebody who, with Colt McCoy under center, I think is somebody you can use with a fair degree of confidence as your flex spot. All right, so there's all your big injuries that uh, you need to know about as we embark on week 13 of the NFL season and, on all likelihood, the last regular season game of your fantasy football. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. I'm Jeff Meller on ESPN 1000. 312-332-3776. If you've got a question, that's how Mike got in. Mike in Mount Prospect, you've got a PPR-related question. What's up, Mike? Hey, Jeff. Uh, we've all been dealt uh, bad beats in fantasy, but I've been cursed this year. Are my running backs are, are, have been Kareem Hunt and McCaffrey doing fine, except I've lost sure. Hunt, and I'm in eighth place, even though I've scored the most points of 12 teams. So I, I win today. I'm in the playoffs, barely. Six teams make it. And uh, I don't have much to choose from. i, I got to put Deion Lewis as my running back along with McCaffrey. Then i got a flex situation where – do I go Taylor Gabriel? I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards Chris Connolly, believe it or not. That's my options. Kansas City, uh, with, sure. with Watkins out and Hunt out, I thought maybe they're both projected to do about the same, but I, I, I don't know. That's about it. Sure, Mike. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm, in a, I'm in agreement with you. I would use Chris Conley in that situation. Kind of laid out earlier my concern with Chase Daniel at quarterback. Not that... He's a bad alternative as a backup quarterback, but in terms of fantasy perspective, I do think he limits the upside of someone like Taylor Gabriel stretching the field. So, yeah, I I completely like that idea of going with Chris Conley without Kareem Hunt, without Sammy Watkins. I do think there's an opportunity, especially against the Raiders, for somebody else to pick up the slack. And specifically in the screen game where Kareem Hunt really did excel Spencer Ware will be worked in, but I wouldn't be surprised to see a few more slip screens, wide receiver screens, and that's where Chris Conley, who is a who's a burner and an athlete, could make some plays and maybe see a few more touches. So I like that thinking, Mike. Let's head on out to Elkhorn, Wisconsin, with Dave. Hey, Dave. How you doing this morning, Jeff? Not too bad. I got a uh, PPR question too. I need one of these three. Um, I've got uh, James White, Corey Davis, and Theo Riddick. And then my son wanted me to ask you what you thought of starting where over Delvin Cook today. All right, so uh, I'll start with uh, your son. Uh, We'll go with the youngest first there, Dave. I would say, yeah, I would use Spencer Ware over Delvin Cook today for sure, especially because, look, Bill Belichick, defensive mastermind. Look, if if you've watched Delvin Cook closely this year, you can see that it seems like the side-to-side agility and acceleration may not be quite what it was prior to the ACL injury. He's still explosive when he has the straight-line speed going forward, but not nearly as dynamic going side-to-side. And I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, someone like me observing that can notice that, that Bill Belichick is already on top of that. I don't like Delvin Cook's matchup much today at all. And I do Spencer Ware. I just plug him right in again. Top 10 play for me. So I would use Spencer Ware for sure. And then for your options, James White, Theo Riddick, or Corey Davis. I'm going to say I'd go ahead and use Corey Davis. I'm concerned a little bit with James White with the return of Rex Burkhead today, Dave. He's uh, back from IR. Not even listed on the injury reports. And Burkhead's somebody who I think deals a blow to both Sony Michelle's stats and James White because Burkhead I think you're going to see all three worked in and while 
James White has been very good all season long. You've seen over the last couple weeks, the, the numbers haven't quite been there for him. And with the return of Rex Burkhead, I'm concerned. Corey Davis, to me, the top passing option for the Titans. And obviously, that passing game leaves a lot to be desired. But still, he's the number one option for Marcus Mariota. So I would go ahead and use Corey Davis. You saw he can get open deep like he did last week. So he's, he's dirt, certainly the play for me. All right, plenty more calls to get to. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. I'm Jeff Meller. If you have a question and you can't get through on the phone lines right now, again, I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R on Twitter. We'll try and work some of the Twitter questions in via the two-minute warning at the end of the show. But uh, your call's next right here on Fantasy Football Frenzy on ESPN 1000. What do you mean the phone line is busy and you can't get through? Might want to wake up a little earlier next week. Fantasy Football Frenzy with Jeff Meller on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Fantasy Football Frenzy presented by Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge. Eats, drinks, scenic views. I'm Jeff Meller. Again, hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. If you have a question, we have plenty of callers to run through here when somebody drops off feel free to give us a call at 312-332-3776 and we will uh get you that way as well let's head on out to oak forest and say hello to adam hey adam hello i had a quarterback question all right i have i have tom brady matt ryan and lamar jackson all right adam so real quick how much is a passing touchdown worth in your league Six points. Six points. Okay. So that does swing it because if it was standard, like some people in a standard scoring, you see four points for a passing touchdown, and that is where, you know, that would kind of swing me in the Lamar Jackson direction. But since you get a full six for the passing touchdown, I personally am going to say I would go ahead and use, I would use Matt Ryan this week. And I know it's a tough, tough defense in Baltimore, but. You can still get to the Ravens via the air. They're certainly much better against the run than they are against the pass. So I would use Matt Ryan. I'm, you know, Tom Brady. From fantasy perspective, just hasn't been nearly as explosive uh, in comparison to a lot of other quarterbacks out there. So even though he's the goats in terms of real life fantasy this year, it hasn't been nearly what you expected. And with the, you know, the six point passing touchdowns, that's where Lamar Jackson takes a bit of a hit because. Uh, more so than not, he's a threat via the run and the running touchdowns as opposed to the passing touchdowns. Let's try Pat in the uh, Longhorn State down in Dallas, Texas. Hey, Pat, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning, Jeff. How you doing? Good. Hey, I've been riding with uh, Kirk Cousins all year, but don't really like the matchup today. My backup is Deshaun Watson. He's been kind of up and down. Mm -hmm. But this week I went out and got, um, I added, got a pretty deep bench, so I added uh, Jameis Winston. Who do you like of those three? Now, shrewd move with you uh, picking up Jameis Winston. I'll pat myself on the back as well. I did the same in a league and used him as as my waiver claim and have him as the backup. But personally, even though I like the move for Winston, giving you depth down the road here, never know what's going to happen with injuries. I don't feel great about using Jameis Winston against the Panthers today. I'm just, truth is, there's too many times Jameis Winston makes some bad decisions and a couple bad ones in a row, and you never know if Dirk Cutter is going to turn over to Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, you know, if he gives you one more safe week, I might feel better about using him. But I'm with you. Don't love the matchup for Cousins. I would use Deshaun Watson this week against the Browns. I know their defense has improved 
But still, I like Deshaun Watson, the floor he's going to give you with the rushing numbers, and, and the upside is there as well. So even though the Browns are improved defensively, I'm not necessarily scared of their defense. So I would go ahead and use Watson, Pat. All righty. Thanks a lot. No problem. Uh, TJ in East Chicago is on Fantasy Football Frenzy. Hey, morning, TJ. guys. Morning. Okay, I have a flex PPR. I'm playing Chris Carson and Josh Adams. My choices in the flex are LaShawn McCoy, Justin Jackson, Adrian Peterson, Josh Reynolds, Cameron Brait. And you need one of those, TJ? Just one of those five, yeah, in my flex. Or should I switch out a running You know back? what I'm going to say is I'm leaning towards, and do this, TJ, uh, I'm leaning towards telling you to start Peterson over Adams. I don't know if you, you caught this, but yesterday... Josh Adams was added. He got hurt, right? He was added to the injury report with a hip injury. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to say I would probably use Adrian Peterson tomorrow, and they're playing in the same game. So I would, I think I would use Peterson over Adams. Then it comes down okay. to McCoy and Reynolds for me in the PPR yeah. scoring. Now, look, I think there's safety with LaShawn McCoy because especially in the PPR scoring, you know he's generally going to see somewhere between 12, 16 touches for the Bills. And McCoy's playing Miami also. Exactly. So, like, I think there's safety with McCoy. Reynolds has has an upside because of the high scoring volume that the Rams are going to give you. So, yeah. Reynolds is the only other guy who I might play, but I, I personally like the safety of a, of a player like McCoy, who I know is going to touch the ball as much as he is, whereas Josh Reynolds, you're betting on touchdowns in that scenario, and those are hard to predict. So, I personally would play it a little safer and go with McCoy and Peterson. All right. Nice. Nice. Thank you, man. No problem. All right. TJ drops off again, which leaves a line open for you. 312-332-3776. Fantasy Football Frenzy on ESPN 1000. Rich is in Elmhurst. He's got a half point PPR question. Hey, Rich. Hey, how's it going? Ah, pretty good. Good. Um, Yeah, I've got David Johnson and randomly have Spencer Ware. And now I don't know what to do. Um, Yeah. And I also have Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan. Probably right. lean in Matt Ryan, but Rich, who's your uh, who's your other running back that you can't get them both in? Just out of curiosity, uh, Kamara. Yeah, oh yeah, you already yeah, you got to use him. So yeah. Uh, so with uh, I'll tell you what I think. Uh, were you how are you feeling about your matchup? Because this is one of those situations where with Kamara having kind of a disappointing game on Thursday yeah. night, do you feel like you need the? I think Spencer Ware could score more touchdowns than David Johnson with that offense. But I feel right. safer with David Johnson today. So I guess it comes down to, do you feel like you need to make up some points or do you feel pretty good about your your matchup anyway? I feel good, but I also had Amari Cooper who was okay. Yeah. So um, not as good as I was hoping to feel. Sure. So, I mean, if, you're, uh, if, you, need, if you feel like you need a swing for the Spences, I'd use Ware. Otherwise, the yeah. safer play, David Johnson against a Packers uh, a defense that has certainly, you know, left a lot to be desired this season. Uh, David Johnson is probably where I would lean, Rich. Okay. All cool. right. Good luck to Rich. And let's try Ryan, who's in Oak Park. He's got a full PPR question. Hey, Ryan. Hey, hey good morning. Um, so for my uh, flex position, I'm wondering if I should go T.Y. Hilton or Nick Chubb. Boy, Chubb's been so good as of late for the Browns that uh, I have a hard time not playing him. I know it's PPR. But Chubb even being worked in in the passing game a little bit, you saw that ridiculous touchdown reception he had last week, although not quite sure it actually should have been ruled a touchdown. 
but he got it anyway, and so he's being used in the passing game, which is nice to see. I, I think I'm using Chubb, Ryan, over T.Y. Hilton. I'll admit the big plays with T.Y. Hilton are always there, and so that could make a huge week, but I feel better about Chubb's usage these days than I do about, uh, and just in comparison, it's just a volume thing. I want to use Nick Chubb because I think he's going to see 20 plus touches. Awesome. Have a good All right. One. Good luck to you, Ryan. Let's try Lou and Elk Grove. Hey, Lou, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, Jeff. Big P1, man. Love the, love your work during the week. But uh, I, I had a PPR question that you answered. I had Delvin Cook and where. So I'll go with tight end Greg Olson or Trey Burton. Uh, and you said that's a full PPR, right? Uh, Half-point PPR. Half-point PPR. Okay, so Greg Olson or Trey Burton. I, you know, I'm going to say I just, with with uh, Chase Daniel as the quarterback right now, I would prefer Greg Olson. I just think he's, you know, he against, it's plus two, it's the Bucks, you know, and they've been one of the yeah. worst passing defenses, you know. So that's essentially just a, you know, who's going, the only way I think you feel good about Burton is if he falls into the end zone. And I just think those, you're going to see limited chances for the Bears with Chase Daniel as the quarterback. So I'm going to go ahead and say I'd use Greg Olson. All right. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Let's try Tom in New Lenox. Hey, Tom. What's going on? Hey, Miller. How's it going, man? Ah, very good. Listen, uh, I got Mixon, Breida, Chubb, and Eckler. I need three of the four. Oh, all right. So you have quite a dilemma there. And honestly, uh, I'm going to say I would use Chubb and Brita for sure. It just comes comes down to Eckler versus Mixon, and I have the same dilemma in a league, and I've been kind of examining it all week, and I will tell you, I'm using Austin Eckler this week. I think the opportunities, and I, I pointed out earlier in the show, if, if people missed it, the fact that Austin Eckler was removed from special teams this week was really the, the nudge I needed to lean towards him. Mixon, you know, the Broncos defense... Their, their 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 rush defense is kind of skewed because they had some some kind of ridiculous a couple of games earlier in the year where they just just let people run all over them, but that skewed the numbers. The defense has been much better of late, and with 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 Jeff Driscoll under center, I'm concerned about the Bengals' offense as a whole, and so I'd, I'd go ahead and use Eckler, Breda, and Chubb, Tom. Okay, thanks, bud. No problem, and thanks for listening and being a P1. We do appreciate that here on ESPN 1000. Let's head on out to West Lafayette. Scott. Scott, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, good morning. Uh, good morning. I to need you. to know whether I should start uh, Lamar Jackson or Carson Wentz. All right. Uh, same question I had for the other guys. Six points for a passing touchdown or four? A six. Okay, so you go six, full six. I'd use Carson Wentz then. I just, it, it, it's it's essentially, you know, I'm betting more on Lamar Jackson running for touchdowns than passing for them. And when you don't really have a huge advantage because they're equal for, you know, equal points for passing versus rush, that's where I'm going to go ahead and use Carson Wentz against the Redskins tomorrow night, Scott. Great. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. No problem. Let's head on out to Andersonville. Jessica. Good morning, Jessica. You're yeah. on ESPN 1000. What's up? Not much. Morning. Um, I just have a question. I have Trey Burton or um, Jimmy Graham. All righty. In this scenario, this is where I feel okay using Trey Burton pretty comfortably over Jimmy Graham. I haven't looked. Jimmy Graham, not nearly the... He hasn't been the freak athlete since he tore the patellar tendon in his knee a couple of years ago. And so, uh, 
he's somebody who I think is by name value, people kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. But the truth is, if you watch the film, he's not near the player he once was. And Trey Burton, you know, he's part of the, the Bears offense week in and week out. And so even though I'm down on what I think they'll put up points wise this week, I like him over Jimmy Graham for sure. Thank you so much. No problem. All right, let's try Ali in Rogers Park. Hey, Ali, what's going on? Hey, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. Once again, I love this show. Um, Well, thanks for listening. I'm like, I need to win to make the playoffs. So, first question is um, do I start Tom Brady over Cam Newton? Uh, Do I start Greg Olson over Gronk? And then I picked up Spencer Ware. On my uh, on my waiver wire, and I right now I have Jamal Adams starting at flex, uh, so I don't know what to do. J- uh, Josh Adams, right, Ali? Yeah, Josh Adams, right. Yeah. Okay, so so I would start Cam over Brady. I would start Gronk over Olson, and I would use Spencer Ware over Josh Adams pretty easily, even before the uh, he was added to the injury report. Josh Adams, that is, with the hip yesterday. Uh, even before that, I would have told you Spencer Ware to me is a he's on the fringes of the top ten for running backs, and so I think for the most okay. part that's that's a fairly easy one for me. I'd I'd feel very comfortable using Spencer Ware and not looking back. Even Brady, I should sit Brady then. Yeah, I would use Cam Newton over Tom Brady today. Okay. okay. All right. All right. That again, uh, Ali drops off, which leaves a line open for you at three one two three three two three seven seven six. This is ESPN 1000 Fantasy Football Frenzy with you every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. until 9. And then afterwards, Fred Hubner and Steve Mongo McMichael always get you set with your Bears pregame. Chicago's NFL game day where they will have everything you need to know about Bears and Giants as the Bears head on out to the Big Apple. Let's head out to Portage, Indiana and try John, who's got a standard scoring. Hey, John. Hey, how you doing? Um, hi, bud. Not no non-PPR, I have Spencer Ware or T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, you know what? I, I guess the theme all morning is I'm giving out Spencer Ware, and I'll do so again. Non-PPR makes it not even a question because at that point, I think Spencer Ware much more likely to score a couple touchdowns today against the Raiders. So Spencer Ware, and uh, I'm not really worrying about that one. Sounds good. Please. All right. Uh, another T.Y. Hilton question. David and Peoria, who's your uh, choices between? My choices are between... Um, T.Y. Hilton and A.J. Green coming back, and I need the win because I'm in first place. So I, I kind of slipped up with Kamara this week. I wouldn't call it slipping up, David, because I look, it's don't, don't ever, this is where, don't ever worry about uh, playing a stud. That You just have to do that week in and week out. Every once in a while, they're going to have a bad game. Nothing you can do about it. You feel worse if he went off and you benched him for some reason. Uh, T.Y. Yeah, Hilton sure. or Green? I'm using T.Y. Hilton. I think, look, you, you've got, they're both number one wide receiving options. Uh, to Andrew Luck versus Jeff, Jeff Driscoll is what it comes down to, and I much prefer riding with Andrew Luck day in and day out. All right, that sounds great. I appreciate your time, man. Thanks so much. No problem. All right, David drops off, which means that uh, one more line open for you again. 312-332-3776. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. We've got uh, 15 more minutes to go, so don't go anywhere because we will answer your questions again. Fantasy Football Frenzy on ESPN 1000. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. It is indeed, and Fantasy Football Frenzy, as always, is brought to you by Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge, eats, drinks, scenic views. I'm Jeff Meller. This is ESPN 1000. Again, 
Hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller if you could not get in. We have uh, plenty of calls to sift through here before we wrap up and Mongo and Freddie take over. But in case you're just joining us, quick uh, recap of what you may have missed from earlier in the show. Marlon Mack is expected to go after practicing fully the last uh, two days, Thursday and Friday. Despite the concussion from last week, so that's good news. Check the inactives, though. Other uh, things to be aware of. Uh, Gus Edwards should play, uh, but uh, just again, check him as well as he's listed as questionable. Evan Engram is out for the Giants, so uh, if you need tight end help, you may need to look around. Maybe someone worth mentioning because he's a deeper name. Tyler Higby, kind of the second tight end in the Rams offense, but they use a lot of, they rotate him and Gerald Everett in and without Cooper Cup. I think Tyler Higby is somebody who uh, might be worth scrounging up if you're desperate for a tight end play. Stefan Diggs expected to go as well. So that is good news for Diggs owners because that is a 325 start. And I know that always creates headaches, but uh, you should be good to go if you're looking for a Stefan Diggs replacement. No worries because he should be available. I mentioned earlier, I do think Carlos Hyde is probably the guy who will see the most carries in Jacksonville. Also, AJ Green taking off the injury report, although I'm not in love with Jeff Driscoll under center. I also talked about how uh, if Chris Thompson is available in your league because he's been out since week eight, he should return tomorrow for the Redskins and in the PPR formats he is a must own alright let's try and zip through as many as we can before we close it out here Tom in Romeoville has a PPR question hey Tom hey how's it going man um, I got a half point PPR actually um, I'm in between Marla Mack and Joe Mixon alright uh, I would say I'm going to go ahead and use Marlon Mack as long as he's active Tom but just confirm that again concussions are always a little tricky so just confirm right. that around 11 o'clock today. But if Mac is in, I would use him. Let's go out to the west side. Eric, quarterback. What do you got, Eric? Hey, thanks for taking my call, Jeff. Uh, just wondering if I should go uh, Tom Brady or Matt Ryan. All right. We had a similar question earlier. I'm going to use Matt Ryan in this situation. I just The fantasy numbers for Tom Brady haven't been as big as they've been in the past, especially when you consider so many other players doing what they're doing. He hasn't really been a clear QB1. I, I'm using Matt Ryan today over Tom Brady personally. Let's try Brian in Palatine. Hey, Brian, what do you got? Hey, I have a, I have a, I need two out of four uh, running backs for a PPR league. I mm-hmm. have James White, Austin Eckler, Tariq Cohen, and Chris Carson. All right, so since it's the PPR, I'm definitely using Austin Eckler, no doubt about it. I'm a little concerned with the return of Rex Burkhead and how that's going to affect James White. Not that he's going to be removed from passing downs, but I do wonder if there's going to be less opportunities for him. So I'd use Tariq Cohen in that scenario, Bri. Okay, I appreciate it. No problem. Marcin in displays. He needs two running backs. What do you got, Marcin? Well, on my bench, I have Hunt and Gordon, so not very Oof, good so yeah, far. Yeah, that's, that's tough. <laughs> what do you got? What do you need? But, but I have Sony Mitchell. I have Mac. I have uh, Coleman, and I can also pick up LeGarrette Blunt. All right, uh, Marcin, I'd use Sony Michelle and Marlon Mack as long as he is, again, active. Check that around 10 to 45, 11 o'clock when they roll in because I want to make sure that he's playing, but I would use him if you can. Let's try one more before the two-minute warning here. Carl in the, in the South Loop. Hey, Carl. Hey, how are you? Good, man. 
Uh, so I got a standard uh, need one in the flex. Uh, Theo Riddick, Matt Lacoste, Derek Henry, and Mike Williams. I'm going to say I would probably use Mike Williams and hope for the touchdown. If you're looking for a little more safety, though, Carl, Theo Riddick would be my play. Um, Lacoste, obviously, tight ends taking over in Denver, but uh, I'm not feeling good about that. I want to see that before I use him. So I would use Mike Williams, Carl. All right. Thanks, man. No problem. All right. We approach the two-minute warning here. Rapid fire. Dave in Lockport wants to know between Jameis Winston or Phillip Rivers. Dave, I would use Rivers. Al in the West Loop needs two running backs. He's got Nick Chubb, Spencer Ware, or Austin Eckler. One of the few times I'm not going to give out Eckler, Al, I would use Chubb and Spencer Ware. Frank, he's got Ware or Eckler. Same deal, Frank. I'm going to use Spencer Ware in that scenario. Pete in Lockport wants to know, should he use James Conner, Joe Mixon, or Gus Edwards? Pete, go ahead and use James Conner. If you need to, I'd go use Conner and Mixon. All right, a couple more via Twitter again, at Jeff underscore Meller. I answer them all throughout the morning as we approach the noon kicks. So if you couldn't get in, hit me up on Twitter, and I'll do my best to answer them. Let's see. uh, DJ Flymax wants to know, Big Ben or Deshaun Watson? I'd use Ben. Also... We have a question from Woohoo Dude. He wants to know full point PPR, TJ Yeldon or Demarius Thomas. Rye, I'm going to say I would use Demarius Thomas in that scenario. All right, that's going to do it for me on Fantasy Football Frenzy. Again, I'm Jeff Meller. Thanks for joining us, folks. We will be back next week. Hopefully, you'll be in the playoffs and I can help you win your championship and you won't be eliminated. But thanks for listening. Coming up next, it's Fred Hubner, Steve Mongo McMichael. They'll get you set for Bears and Giants on Chicago's NFL Game Day. But until next week, thanks for listening. Thanks, Felix Reyes, for spinning the dials. Again, I'm Jeff Meller. Talk to you next week, folks.